Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Aquarian Insight and these are going to be the Aquarius season messages for Sagittarius. Okay Sagittarius, if my voice is a little bit, it's because I'm tired, <laughs> right? But I stopped doing readings for the day, I went off and had lunch and stuff and then I was having a little cheer bop and I had the energy. So if my, my voice might give because I've been talking all day, but... I have the juice to do your reading and it's quite a powerful reading you can see the first cards flew out there on the screen if you're watching it is called you got called from the soul seed oh god what the hell is it called star seed the star seed oracle bloody hell jay i think somebody else got that card and if i'm not mistaken it was aries of course it was aries so aries got that card now the thing is, Aries got it with crow, which is a lot around gifts and all that kind of stuff. You guys got it with gazelle, but we'll get to gazelle. Sorry, I know it looks a bit washed out on the screen at the moment, but it will be okay. Once all the cards come up, then they show for some reason. Still fiddling around with the lighting since I changed my setup. Anyway, I'm going to start reading this while I'm putting the rest of the cards on the screen. See, my throat's already getting better just talking. All right, called. Powerful stuff. This is what it says soul gifts and training it's time to step up you came to earth with a double mission to grow as a soul and to bring about a shift in consciousness now here's the deal just stop there for a moment that message has come up for aquarius and that's the season that we're in obviously aries got exactly the same card aquarius got that message in another card scorpio got the same card as aquarius and they got it in they had that message as well so this is a theme that's coming up and for me, it's totally, you know, whether it's um, openly stated in a reading or not, that is the theme. That is the message at the moment. Um, this realisation that, you know, you came to Earth with a double mission to grow as a soul and to bring about a shift in consciousness. The best way to fulfil these personal and collective, sorry, the best way to fulfil these personal and collective purposes is to trust what it is that your soul is calling you toward for it's encoded within the most direct path forward. Your soul has many unique gifts that it came here to share. Some you may already be aware of, others you're just beginning to uncover. You're being called to remember that your soul intelligently chose the perfect conditions to carry out your soul's mission and share your soul's gifts. If you're being called toward a creative project, a passion or an adventure, and you know we love those, this card is your confirmation that you're facing the right direction and that this moment right here is destined. If you're feeling underprepared or thinking, who am I to do that? This card is guiding you to step up and leap and consider perhaps that your soul has been training for this moment right here for lifetimes. The star seed, so, if I could speak, the star seed activation, a call forth the soul gifts and the soul training that I've received throughout all of my lifetimes. <clears throat> I'm ready to embody them all now without hesitation or fear. I fully commit to being here now. I'm ready to step into my soul's highest and most potent calling. I've been training for this for lifetimes. Now, no matter how you feel about the lifetimes thing, that's quite a message, right? What do you feel called toward? Now, here's the thing. If I'm going to go by your reading, you got the two of cups which is connection which is emotional support um like-hearted not like-minded like-hearted beings come up for you here um 
a lot of it's to do with your values. I mean, look at what you got in the present, temperance, that's your card, right? So this is what I want you to consider around this. And you may have heard other astrologers and stuff talk about this as well. Bit of a long story. Let's just put some perspective on this, right, Sagittarius? Who is your ruler? Jupiter, right? And Jupiter is currently in your sixth house. Shaking it all up, right? Day-to-day -day stuff, all of that is under the microscope. I think everything goes under the microscope when it goes into the sixth house. It's our day-to-day. -day. It's how we manage our lives. It's how we live our lives. It's 80% of our lives, I think, the sixth house covers. It's the day-to-day -day stuff. It's not the big stuff. It's just how we live. And I, and I say just, that that's why I mean it's 80%. That's the majority of life is governed by that, by how we do that. But come May, Jupiter will be moving into Gemini, which is your seventh house, which does relate to relationships. So I want you to consider this in terms of if you're feeling called to something. And, you know, you're going to hear a lot of romantic stuff, or a lot of lovers stuff, you know, all of that may come up and if that's something that you're aspiring to excellent right amazing time for that kind of energy to have a, a wonderful planet like jupiter in your seventh house profound um but if you're being called to something now and you're thinking i don't know how i can do this so who am i to do this you may get help that's the thing i want to say to you you may get help. There may be help for you, even if you don't know. Like, do the bits that you know. Get started however you get started. And <clears throat> you will see, excuse me, as you move forward, there could be help around. So, why do I say all of that? Well, we have gazelle that's coming up for you from the wild unknown animal spirit. Where the hell is this? All right. And these are the keywords heightened awareness sorry heightened awareness and ability vulnerable the gazelle represents supreme grace with every move this awe-inspiring beauty emits sophistication and elegance and that's probably why the queen of swords comes up here at the end for you guys gazelle personalities are often hyper aware of their surroundings bordering on hyper vigilant and this can inhibit them from enjoying the beauty they've spent so much effort cultivating. No more worrying about all those predators out there in the world. Sorry, in the wild. When this card appears, it's time to get back to the present moment. Sit down, find your breath and acknowledge the bounty that surrounds you. Let it nourish your gentle spirit. When in balance, graceful, perceptive, artistic. When out of balance, food allergies, insomnia, racing mind. To bring into balance, yin yoga, a cosy home, good food. So there is an element of like chilling out a little bit here, right? <laughs> I'm just putting it that way. Um, it's interesting to me because there's a, a kind of softer nurturing energy to this gazelle card, but it, it is fire. It's fire, right? And in that sense, then I wonder if it's, who else got something like this? Virgo. Virgo got put your mask on first. Oh, I know what this is coming up. I was just thinking, this is a bit weird. If Sag is going through a third house transit with Aquarius, why would that come up? Because you've still got Saturn in your fourth. All right, understood. I get it. But still take this as a time of, and that could be a good friend then, right? Hang out with people that you love and that you feel comfortable being around, that you don't have to be hypervigilant. That's exhausting. 
um, being that way. I mean, I'm looking at your, I'm looking at your cards here. You've got, I'm laughing because you've got the Four of Cups in the past, which is feeling stuck. I don't know if I've had the support that I want. Like, you know, the, our support has always changed by the time we come to the Four of Cups. Like, you know, all those people that were lovely and wonderful were dancing around within the Three of Cups. All of a sudden we're like, nah, not sure if I'm into that anymore or if that's, you know, those options are correct for me. So let's look at how we feel. So we've got this stuck energy in the past and yet underlying, we've also got avoiding change. Seven of Swords and Death. So that is a rock in a hard place. But then the Two of Cups says, well, do you have to do it alone? And interesting, right? Because we have the Two Cups here with these two people. But Temperance has both cups in her hand. The Angel of, of Temperance has both of those cups that those two people are holding um, in their hand. Values and then... Queen of Swords of the Story. All right, sorry, I'm just flying through this, giving all the messages as we go through it. But let's see. Right, that is a great start, just nearly dropping all the cards. Let's see why this Four of Cups is here. Is it a kind of sense of it never rains, it pours coming in? <laughs> You know that kind of, hey, nothing's moving. And then all of a sudden it's like, what the hell? It's too much. I didn't want that much. Um, Three of Pentacles is we build it strong together. And yet this is like an uncertainty. Like, what am I building? Why am I building it? What is my purpose here? How do I fit into this group? Um, are we planning for the future? Like, you know, all of these themes come up and there's a level of uncertainty here. Now, Here's the thing, while well, we're stuck here, the person in the Four of Cups is looking at the Three Cups, right? Looking outside of themselves, not at their own cup. They're looking outside of themselves. And that's the same with the Three of Pentacles. If you have been looking for the right team, the right work, the right whatever. And I kind of feel like, I feel like I've been saying this to all the signs. But it's a shift in our own consciousness. And when that, and when it happens at that level, everything changes. Now, take this hypervigilance hyper that this talks about, right? Like this awareness. Even if it's not vulnerable, even if this is, like, think about the gazelle, it's, because there's another interpretation that comes through about the gazelle, if I'm looking at it from this perspective, which might be looking outside of yourself. Why are they doing this? Why are they saying this? Are they thinking this? Like, you know, that, that kind of, and then the role that we play within those scenarios. And there could be a sense of feeling stuck. We don't have to play that role. The Three of Pentacles is a card of compromise, right? But it's not a compromise of where any one person is diminished. That's not the kind of compromise it is. It's the compromise is that you all bring something different to the dynamic. Do you see what I mean? Like, you know, the the architect brings his plans, but he doesn't have to speak in a different way or not say what he thinks in case he's worried about the monk feeling stupid or the guy, oh no, maybe he's going to think I'm overeducated. So let me just play down how, how educated I am that I can draw up these plans. No, he brings himself, he's an architect. That's the role that he's playing. So he's going to show up as the architect. And then the, the, the stonemason guy, he's building, the, I'm going by the traditional, here they're, um, what do they call that? reshoeing the uh, uh, horse i forget the term for that just don't mind me 
Um, you know, so they're doing that. But everyone has their expertise. So you bring the whole of you, ideally, with the three of pentacles to make the group work. That's what it's the mind, body and spirit. We bring them fully to to be able to com complete what we want to do. So if you're looking at, you know, that's the three of cups implied there. And this would be groups, dynamics. I mean, you've got the queen of swords. You've got the south node in your 11th house. That's so going to bring up these kinds of themes anyway. Ask your, don't ask yourself that, you know, how do these people feel about me? Or I don't know if this is the right group for me or the right team for me. Are you fully showing up? Sag, are you fully showing up? Because the thing I'm getting around that hypervigilance and vulnerable, I, I mean, I don't see you being that nervous around new people. In fact, I think it's too easy for Sagittarius. This is what I'm taking in that direction. It's too easy for Sagittarius to, to get on with new people, go meet new people, to go find a new group of people. You know, Sag is great at that. Sag is built for that. That's the adventure. Let's go do this. But I think I did say this to Libra because Libra got, um, they got the Emperor with the Eight of Cups. And I said to them, you could change your bloody identity, leave everyone that you know, go live on the other side of the world, you know, fake name, fake everything. You've, you've, that wouldn't change a thing if you're going to still show up in the same way. You'll still end up in the same situation just with a different name, right? And in with a different climate. So it's the same with you guys in a way, because here it's that sense of you can keep jumping groups, you can keep jumping whatever. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to you showing up in a, a much fuller way. And the thing is, if you're being called to do something and it requires you working with other people, right? This is why it's so bizarre that I'm saying this to Sag. So it must be massive because otherwise that's usually your forte. That's the bit that you're good at usually. This says that you know there's a there's something that you're being called for and you may need to work with other people to do this you may be the one that brings the people together i said that to scorpio that you know sometimes we look for groups or communities or dynamics or you know even oh i'd like to live in a town like that or a city like that or an area like that or a job like that and it's like well maybe you bring that dynamic to the place why do we have to find it there first maybe we bring that there You've got some of that coming up. But that's the past, right? So, oh God, all right. Feeling stuck. Look, I don't want to take these because they flopped off the top and it wasn't very convincing to me. If you watch any of the other videos, I've had a plaster on my finger. Not so bad now, but if I, I know when it's just a fumble and when it's the cards flying out. That's the cards flying out. All right. All right, <laughs> big sigh. Why am I sighing like that? Because there's an element of hiding in plain sight that comes up here. Trust me, as an Aquarius, I mean, I've got a sad rising, so I, I totally get this. Seven of Swords is is what is worth the risk? What is worth coming out of the shadows, right? But the Six of Wands is someone who is coming out of the shadows. But it's like I can I only come out of the shadows. I only you know like this graceful, beautiful gazelle who's out there when I've won when I'm proud of something, when I know, like, do you know what I mean? There's a level of certainty or victory that comes up with this, that I only want to be seen a certain way um, with this. Or I don't want to be seen, right? Wherever that seven of swords, six of wands could be there. But you've got death and you've got the five of cups. 
There's something to do with a group of people here. Because you've got the three cups here in the four of cups. And you've got the, th the three cups knocked over here. So there is a change in the dynamic of how you show up now. And how you interact with other people. What is that difference? I'm getting one more because I'm lazy. Inquisitive. Yeah, it's the clashing of two truths. But how much of that is really going on and how much of that are, have you become sensitive to because you're being called to step up in a different way? Like, do you, do you see what I mean? And you know this, this is what you're coming in with. In, it's not even the reading. It's what you're coming in with into the reading. It's the underlying energy. So let me say that again, right? If it feels risky to show up in a certain way, if there's a certain amount of regret or loss or missed opportunity around change, like this is a very conflicted, this is very, con I mean, literally with the two of swords, conflicted feeling around change and showing up and is it worth the risk or not worth the risk? Like, the, like this gazelle like wobbling around, um, you know, a gazelle can look as graceful or as wobbly as depending on the situation and what it's being called to do and how frightened it is. But it's very conflicted. So, you know, you know it's time to show up, you know there's risks that you want to take, but there's all and there's regret and there's loss and there's change, right? There's been trans a long-term transformation that's happened happened. But what is there truly a conflict there though? Or is it just that a decision needs to get made? What is maybe it's a yes, maybe it's all right, I need to do this. Are we treating something as either or? Like, do I need this group or not? Do I stay in this place or not? Like, you know, is, is that the decision that needs to be made? Or, we're t like, have a look here. There's two swords crossing each other. There's conflict. But temperance underneath it is blending. Is there a middle ground? Is there another way that we can get to this? Is there a way of connecting that isn't either or? I think no matter what goes on here, right, it says it's time to step up. So it's, will the real Sag please stand up? Like, it's got that feeling to it. And that's not to say you've been fake. I d it's not that. But Seven of Swords, the implication is always that something is hidden in the shadows. And maybe you come out to one person first or... You know, I don't know what this, what that would be. It would be individual for each of you, I guess. That's watching this. All right, let's see. All right. Oh, that is the third two that's come up in this reading. Yeah. We've got two of cups, the two of swords, and now the two of wands. There is a different way to connect. There is a different way to compromise. There is a different way to support and to be supported it doesn't have to be yes no or that's not working this is the third way it would seem to say that's coming up here and you've got the page of pentacles here and you've got the page of pentacles down here as well page of coins in this deck um this comes down to your core values it's the deep the devils and the details right i always say that with the page of pentacles and this is what it feels like here let's get one more Like, do I want to take the, like loads of these sticking out? Let's try it. I'll get one more just because it felt like one more wanted to come out. All right. 
there's this kind of elusive energy that's in this reading and the reason i'm putting extra cards is because i can feel it and i'm trying to kind of um get it out right <laughs> i'm like digging for it and it's not coming up because it's going to be individual for everyone and i'll have to sit and think about this after this reading as well what is the big bad from the past and it's hovering around it's hovering around there's something because there is no reason for this gazelle to be as hyper vigilant as it is like what where's the predator where's the predator in this reading i think i know what the where the predator is Ten of Swords, Shadow of the Parts, Four of Cups. and I mean, it can't be working together unless you get stuck in a role that you don't want to get stuck in. And I think that is the key part of this. It's not so much the new... Oh, that is, that, that's exactly what it is, right? It's not so much that you're afraid of the new, you're afraid of change, you're afraid of new people, you're afraid of work. You, you know, that's not your problem. It There seems to be this fear of getting stuck in doing something a certain way being stuck in a relationship, being stuck in a certain direction, being stuck in a certain role, being stuck with certain regrets. Because you are one sign, Sag, who, if it comes up as a risk, you've got the same card as Aries. Like, you and Aries are not known to be, like, risk-averse, right? That's That's part of the beauty of fire. But there is, you know... Um, and I'm not trying to say it's like commitment phobia. It's not commitment phobia. It's this part of you that the shadow of the past is coming up, that I want to do it a different way. And it's surrounded around all this stuff. Like, what if I connect with someone? This is a theme. What if I connect with someone and they expect me to be that way all the time? What if I make a decision and I'm stuck with that decision forever? What if I go a certain direction and I'm stuck? Why am I saying that? Because you've got the four of cups in the past. But this is part of the journey of self-discovery. No one remains the same. No one. I mean, think about if you've had relationships in the past. How many relationships have you had in the past, right? That they were one person when you met them. I remember one of my exes, um, God, for about 20 years ago, more than that now. And we were together for a year. And I swear to you, the f at the beginning, the, the jokes and the singing and the, all that kind of wonderful stuff that he was a Gemini um, did. I loved it. Like, it was, oh, my God, this guy's so amazing. One year later, it was the same shit that I was like, if I hear that fucking joke one more time, like, you know, it's that happens. And he hasn't changed. In fact, that's the problem. He hasn't changed, right? So this, this is the theme that's coming up. And yet, look at that. It, it's the cards are not so much directly giving that message. There's a calling here, but we've got this kind of hesitancy almost, or this feeling conflicted. And the conflicted feel it, it feels around getting around getting stuck. But you've got the page of. I mean, these two are really helpful in this situation. Page of Pentacles is um your values right and the, the page of cups is that inspirational part of you you might see it as the part that you want to protect the bit that you feel vulnerable about that you know what if i tell my great secret to someone or whatever and what will they say but ultimately it can be a greatest source of inspiration 
It doesn't have to just be where you get stuck. Hmm. And here's the other thing. If there's two pages coming up and you're being called to do something, right? You may feel in yourself, I don't know enough. I haven't learned, you know, typical Saj. Oh, I need to go do a course in this yet. Or I need to go read a book on this. Or let me go travel around a bit. Or let me go visit a few towns and see which is the best place for this to be. Like, it's got that kind of a sense to it. But it's there's a big difference between getting stuck doing something, which you're not likely to do. How are you likely to get stuck? I mean, take it back. If that's the theme that's coming up for you, take it back. Take it right back. To, when was the last time you got stuck? And I bet you, if you look at the physical details of your life, you've never gotten stuck doing anything. Not for, for long, not compared to other people. To you, it may feel like a lifetime you did it, but to compare to other people, no, you did not get stuck doing anything. So then it's like, well, where, where does that come from? Where does that stuck feeling come from? Maybe it comes from the fact, not so much what you got stuck doing, but stuck not showing, not revealing. There is a beauty, and the thing is, it's not something bad. Um, I almost get the sense of not showing how proficient you are, right? You know, and that's what it feels like. I mean, it's a six of wands. It's something to be proud of. Why would you hide something that you're proud of? Like, did you end up at a job and you were really good at it? And so they gave you all the means happened to me. Like, they gave you all the work. And you're like, right, lesson learned, never bloody doing that again. And so you got in a habit of kind of hiding your light, not shining it. Like, it felt like a risk to show that. You know, too many people started relying on you. Too many people started arguing with you and you were not interested in that. Like, there's something that comes up here around getting stuck. But it's not the traditional kind of... You know, um, the it, the stuckness is much deeper than just having to be in a relationship for a long time or being stuck in a job for a long time. It doesn't feel like that. It feels deeper than that. All right, let's see what Temperance is saying. What you got for us, Temperance? How can you shed some light on this situation? Oh, bloody hell. I mean, look at this, Knight of Swords, right? That's Gemini, it's your opposite sign, but it's about speaking your truth. And now you've got the Four of Pentacles, which is a comfort zone. It's, vul again, vulnerability. What is it that makes you feel vulnerable? You don't have to share it in the comments. You don't have to share it anywhere. Own it yourself. What is the part of yourself that is so vulnerable, right, so vulnerable, that you risk not looking good. Like you just don't draw attention to yourself. What is the part of you that is so beautiful, so dynamic, so amazing, but you hide it and you regret hiding it. And But you, there's so much has changed now that you know that you have to reveal it. You have to step forward and do it. And yet it's leaving you feeling conflicted. If this was a personal reading, I'm telling you it would have told me what it was. <laughs> If you had wanted to know, but it's for too many people and everyone's going to have their own little thing around that. So I can only describe it. I'm only speaking around it. But. And this is also only speaking on safe topics, only speaking in safe ways, only speaking in ways where you can remain grounded. Um, 
and temperance but look at temperance temperance is saying you can still do that but in a different way get one more i mean it's big daddy jupiter so the wheel has turned like the time for remaining safe remaining hidden you know working away learning stuff or however you frame this you know playing nice with the other puppies healing your wounds going in a different direction in whatever way one having only confiding in one person two of cups um staying out of the limelight pondering over this decision one day i'll make it like that time's gone that's what the wheel of fortune says i think somebody else got that maybe it was leo somebody got the wheel of fortune in the present today no it wasn't leo leo got a whole load of shit they did not get the wheel of fortune um but there's something about this wheel of fortune that is saying if not now then who? if not now then when if not you then who who does this and it's a calling i think you may have been considering this for a year like i want you to think back to when jupiter was entered taurus was moving forward and then went retrograde and you may have got a reprieve like oh phew i don't need to do this now i don't need to whatever but it's probably since new year's eve since the new year and you might be thinking it's just a new year but it's probably jupiter going direct what is it that won't shut up within you <laughs> like there's a voice that's saying come on are we going to do this like what are we meant to be doing there's something like that that comes up here and i i don't have this but like sitting here right now i tell you if i could say oh yeah this sounds like whatever i don't have that at the moment but then i've got sun pluto on my son so that's a bit loud um energy energy wise that maybe i'm not hearing the call of jupiter just yet but i will sit and meditate on this and if i realize it i will share it on the discord server i will share on there i mean i'm already going to share some of my insights about all of these readings um because there's extra stuff that's come up around these and they feel very different this time but the knight of swords speaks his truths truths he takes action based on his truths so then you have two truths or think about it does one truth one truth is your truth the other truth makes you look like a show off and you don't want to risk doing that. What is that? What is it that makes you vulnerable? Fascinating reading, fascinating. I mean, yeah, good luck getting away with that. You got the king of wands in your future. Look how I say you. Oh, you know, I was wondering. I was thinking, oh, I wonder if Sag is going to be the first sign that didn't get this. Now, nah, everyone's got this card. Every single sign. I mean, I've only got Capricorn left to do. I bet you Capricorn doesn't get this card because Capricorn's had Pluto for so many years. But um, yeah, every single from Aquarius all the way up to you, Sagittarius, every single one's got the ju judgment card. This is, a this is a rebirth of your King of Wands. Now, let's get clear about the King of Wands. He is not. I know traditionally Sagittarius is associated with the Knight of Wands, who is like, you know, the curious optimist, the adventurer, the explorer who's going to go out there and, and look. What is the point of discovering all of these wonderful things that you've discovered over the years and you have? Things about yourself, things about people, things you've read in books, like all of the Sag stuff, temperance, right? But if you don't, share it, show it, do something with it. 
because you've got all right page of coins is your values you've got that up here then you've got a, the rebirth of the king of wands how you do things the the king of wands is leo energy loud and proud that means with leo leo's your ninth house you guys are generally associated with the ninth house so you have got a full moon in your ninth house the meaning of something has changed and it's to do with something that you do it's something that how you show up how you don't show shine your light it's because of this gazelle like even that thing that i was talking about good food and a cozy house and all the rest of it right you know i know quite a few i mean i'm not saying that sages don't like to have a nice house and cozy stuff and they should do right because um saturn's there in the fourth so there's a lot of kind of home but home isn't just your house home isn't just the sofa and the tv it's also the people that you feel comfortable with and this reading almost feels like a side of you that you've never shown anyone and not even yourself why do i say that because she is not looking in at her own cup she's looking at the three cups over there those ones over there yeah then i then not mine anymore like but it's like why 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 do you feel that way and it's like oh look look over there there's a new adventure but what are we taking on the adventure with us we need the king of wands and that's inside of us and that is loud and proud and sharing like you're not showing off i mean this is almost leo territory and i get it right you've got a full moon in your ninth house you've got the north node in your fifth house so those are your fire houses and so you've got this energy coming in of are they yeah fire houses so you know you've got this energy coming in of like to do something and to whatever but you're not going to be able to show up as big and bold as you need to unless you own that this is truly my truth this is i'm going to show up put 100 percent behind what my truth is and show up from there it's time wheel of fortune says it's time it it doesn't feel comfortable when we have to do that you know judgment is the review and first and foremost, I want to say forgive yourself for not having done it sooner because you had to do what you've done to be able to have this realisation now. Judgment is drawing a line under the past and facing the future without fear. It's a Sag card. This is Mercury in Sagittarius. Hey, what came up with the Mercury retrograde? <laughs> There's so much. This reading almost feels like it's like tattling and telling tales, like you know, hey, and it's like, shut up, you just shut up. Um, that's what this feels like. This reading is almost like grassing up. Like, the, I will, I will definitely do it after the reading because I'm too much in reader mode now, so I don't really bring myself into it. And I know that sounds weird because I tell stories all the time, but those are memories, right? But there's a part of me that's thinking oh god i really want to sit down and work with this message i'll probably listen to this video again and if something comes up i will share it i promise but hey hopefully you guys will share as well if not in the comments of this video on discord at least um the eight of wands is that's full speed ahead so you've got this loud and proud king of wands charging ahead with the eight of wands ready to engage with everything and that's the rebirth that's the future based off your values 
your value, there's nothing wrong with them. You've got page of, you've got page of pentacles here, you've got page of pentacles here, you've got three of pentacles here, right? You've got six of wands there. You're good. You're good at interacting with people. You you're good at your values. You're not you're not lying or cheating um anyone. Um but I've got a feeling it will start to feel like you're lying and cheating to people, like if you keep hiding this part of yourself. Because then you're not truly showing up as yourself. That's where you get her. She knows her truth and she knows her story. But she knows everyone else has theirs. But she has no problem telling her truth, speaking from wherever she is speaking from. So yeah, what what oh god bloody hell, seven of ones. What I was saying to you guys about that home isn't just your house or your whatever, yeah, it's the people. But it's also how comfortable you are in your own skin. Accepting all of yourself, being all of you. There will be fallout, you know, you do anything. You you announce any kind of change, any kind of change. If you live in a house of meat eaters and you all of a sudden decide you're going to be vegetarian, you're going to come across people. Some people will be really supportive of you saying, hey, look, I'm going to carry on eating my meat, meat my, eating my steak, but more power to you that you're vegetarian. As long as you don't start preaching to me, I'm good. You go do what you want. You're going to meet those kinds of amazing people. Or you're going to meet other kinds of people who, because they judge themselves, they're going to feel judged by your decision that you're making. And if you're going to make a decision, here it is. Judgment. Two of Swords becomes judgment. Big decision. And the Queen of Swords is good at making decisions as well. That, you know, if others others will say, will try to talk you out of it. They will say, are you like being, I don't know, are you the food police now and blah, blah, blah. And I feel uncomfortable. I don't know how I feel about living with a vegetarian, that you're going to be judging me. Like that kind of thing. That is inevitable. If you're hoping to avoid any of those kinds of interactions, let's just accept they're going to happen. Right. That's just one example that I used there. That's with people that you love. That, you know, that you get on with. That's that is human nature. So whatever you are called to do, like this, if you're called to do something, this eight of wands is responding, is interacting, is engaging, full force, king of wands, judgment, like shedding the old skin, shedding the old life, drawing a line under the past, facing the future without fear. And, but it's in little things. It's like in everything, because it's the page of pentacles. If this is new to you that you're finding your it's coming from a place of what you value about yourself about the world so with the queen of swords right she's fearless right she because she knows that everything she has story changes no matter what she experiences she changes so with the queen of swords and the seven of wands seven of wands is is it worth defending is it worth fighting for so you've gone from is it worth the risk is it worth coming out the shadows to is it worth defending is it worth fighting for that's what do I stand for is the seven of wands. So what do you stand for? Because when you're when you're ready, when you know what you stand for, not the response, not what will happen, not where you where you're gonna get stuck, because all of these things coming up. Not where you're vulnerable, but I know what I stand for, bring it. Like you're not hypervigilant then. Because you know, let it come. I know I stand for this. No one's getting past me. And in fact, with the hermit coming up here, this is discernment. Like, you don't have to be on the lookout of, you know, am I stepping on someone's toes? Am I upsetting them? Am I 
you know, not supportive enough? Are they not supportive enough? Will I regret this? Will I get stuck? Like, these are all those kinds of fears. And that, I think, that's what it feels like. And they may not even be discernible. It's just maybe an agitation, a feeling, conflicted feeling around a decision. But peel it back, because I've had to really work to peel it back in this reading. And every part of a reading is the message. So that's how it feels to me of how you're peeling all of this back to understand this about yourself. If any of you like found yourself unexpectedly alone or just not wanting to be around other people, you know, cannot go either way. It's not going to always be something that we choose, but sometimes we can choose it. Know that it's for you to just get sure in yourself of that. Look, this is my story. What matters to me in my story? What's the natural next step in my story? I'm the only one that has the power to affect change in this situation. And if I'm just vigilant and on the lookout for, you know, where's the predator? What's going to happen here? And, and you know, for some of you, just saying this, there's almost a sense of that you've put yourself in the role of the predator and yet you're on the lookout for yourself not to hurt other people. Does that make sense? Because this gazelle is fire, but it so doesn't feel Sag-like. And yet, so you must be doing that for other people. yeah ace of cups so this is emotional growth this is spiritual growth and we've actually come full circle what was the first card we looked at four of cups the whole of this reading is basically saying look in your cup that you're ready for something you've got a new relationship with your feelings there's something else in your cup now you can keep making it about people and groups and this is happening out there and you know all of that kind of stuff which, look at that, now I've got a decision to make, I can't see anything out there. But really, this is the cup that was offered right at the beginning here. Let me get one more about this cup, because this, like, literally, the whole reading is the Four of Cups. And it's to get you to look up at the four, the Fourth Cup. That's what this, re this whole reading has done. Let's try this again. Why, why? Why did it take a whole reading to get Sag to look at the fourth cup? I mean, I know Sag is stubborn, but... Oh. So, I mean, we've got the Ten of Swords here. We've got the Ten of Swords again. I really, really feel this. I'm going to say this to you, right? This is beyond, like, any, oh, my boss did this to me, or my ex did this. This is not that. This is a deep-rooted trend that you might, might have had your whole life. Because you've got this unknown quality that comes up with this Ten of Swords. So the Ten of Swords is something from the past, the shadow of the past. But it feels like a way of behaving um, that you might just think is natural to you, but it isn't. And here's the answer with the Ace of Cups. Because, and I'm saying, hopefully you've watched me for long enough and you know this. When that Ten of Swords comes up, it tells you a specific story. It'll tell you what the shadow of the past is. You know, what it's related to. It makes no bloody sense here. It, or, or it does, because it's what it points to is feeling stuck. And yet you have to always look at who you're reading for. That's that's how you read. That's, that's how you tell, the, you know, storyteller, Jupiter. That's how you tell the story, how you take all the things into consideration is that you are telling 
the curious optimist, you are telling the adventurer, the explorer, that what you're afraid of getting stuck. I don't want to sneeze now. What the hell? Don't worry though. This is what we're doing. We are moving forward, but it comes from speaking your truth, which may feel uncomfortable for you because it's the opposite of you. You're the Knight of Wands. You just want to go get it done. Right. So think about this. Two of Swords, mental decision. You announce the decision. Two of Wands is doing something differently. And it, it's both of those that we do this. And I think the Eight of Wands embodies both air. I mean, it's fire, but it embodies air element with it as well because it's Mercury um, with the Knight of Swords here as well. There's a combination of all of this. Is You're showing up in a different way from a place of your truth. And then very quickly, I think it will take and you'll show up bigger and brighter than you need to. Because what feels risky, right? The fool. The fool is a risk. It's a leap of faith. What is the leap of faith? It's jumping out from underneath the shadow of the past. But the ten swords feel like you've stuck them in your own back in a way, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. There's a sense of like, you know, hobbling yourself so you don't have to do something. Let me know how you get on with that. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro. So before you go, let's arm you with a little bit of Aquarian insight, extra Aquarian insight. This is really all you need to know for this season and for the energy of Aquarius. And I've used the quotes of a double Aquarius if his... Um, but if his birth time is correct, then he's like a one degree Aquarius rising. He's an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon, and that is David Goggins. Now, I love him, but I also have used him because I know a lot of people don't love him. A lot of people are really put off by his language. They find him too aggressive. And that's the reason I've used him. Not because I love him so much, but because I know the polarizing impact that he has on people. So let's go through his quotes. The, the one that I put at the beginning of this, and I couldn't reduce it down, I just used all of them, is the first one uh, is, the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself. So those are the ones where people will think this about me, I can't do that, I'm going to hurt this person, it's the guilt, it's the shame, it's all of that. And those conversations happen within us. Then he also says, you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realising your true potential. We're not going to let that happen, right? This is where I think it's really important to realise that... How, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who in the last year, and maybe even more than that, have experienced a lot of losses in their life, whether that's through death, whether that's people leaving. And it can be really easy to get comfortable. In fact... You know, even all the conversation around AI and governments and, you know, pandemics and all this kind of stuff that goes on, right? When it comes down to it, it's about how comfortable we want to be. You know, take care of me, look after me, um, you know, the ease at which we can have everything. Well, what, what did I hear someone call it the other day? Oh, diseases of privilege, that illnesses and stuff that we have in our body just because life has become so easy. So those are the first few that I had and I posted those at the beginning of the video but then I have two more for you and I've saved the best ones to last. Tell yourself the truth that you've wasted enough time and that you have other dreams that will take courage to realise so you don't die a, a fucking pussy. Be more than motivated, be more than driven, become literally obsessed to the point where people think you're fucking nuts. Now 
this is David Goggins or Goggins as he'd put it this is very Goggins actually he has a split personality almost um at his best this is what he's like and this is why he can be very polarizing you don't have to be a Goggins you don't have to use foul language and yet he does what he does in the only way that he knows how to do it now I watched a podcast of his and you can watch it as well it it was posted on the 1st of January this year on Andrew Huberman's um YouTube channel you know I love Andrew Huberman as well that was like a dream come true I knew it was going to be a great year as soon as I saw that podcast posted on the first day of the year and here's the point is that whatever you think of him whether you think he's the best thing ever if he's the best thing ever then you can be like him all he is is himself if you think he's the worst thing that ever happened in the world and you don't understand why people like me keep raving about him then be prepared for people to think the same thing about you Either way, whatever your reaction to him is, that's what it means to truly show up and be who you are. And especially that bit where he said, you know, where people think you're fucking nuts. It's not, and you've heard me say this and I hear him say it as well. In fact, why I love that podcast that he did with Andrew Huberman, you can see the Aquarian, you can see the Aquarian insecurity in him of where people don't get what he's doing and, you know, all the stuff that we use in an Aquarian language, he uses it. And I thought, I understand that, mate, because I have the same fears. I've had the same shadow of Aquarius come up within me. Now, we're all Aquarians this season and we're all being impacted by Pluto in Aquarius. And you've heard me over the years. You don't even have to look at Goggins. You've seen me move from a place of insecurity to, I mean, I'm sure I've still got insecurities now, but to a stronger place within myself. And what I've realised over the years is, at first it was about, you know, oh, well, people don't get me. Well, that's on them, right? Like needing to make people stupid. Um, and, and I didn't do it consciously and I wasn't thinking that people were stupid, but it was just like, oh, they don't get me. I'm an alien or they don't get, understand what I'm saying. Um, even the people that supported me, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they don't get me. That's fine. And you've heard me use phrases like, you know, oh, I'm offering up a, a three course meal and they just want McDonald's and stuff. No. No, what I had to become okay with to, to even post any of this stuff and to be who I am now and to show up in a way where I'm really comfortable with who I am is I didn't have to get comfortable with people not really realising I had a three-course kind of Michelin star meal. I had to be okay with the fact that I'm serving at McDonald's, that everyone else already has their wonderful meals and stuff, that I'm serving at McDonald's. That's what you become okay with. However anyone takes you, it doesn't matter. Whether they think you're the biggest loser in the world. You know, Goggins posts his stuff all the time and you can see, you know, you'll hear, you'll see all sorts of comments where he's got childhood trauma, where, you know, this guy needs to be in therapy. What is he doing? You may think that and people may think that about you as well, but that's on them. It says more about us. Our thoughts about other people say more about us than they do about them. Why am I going on about this? because that's your only job is to show up as you. I want you to think of a flower, think of a rose, and whether that rose grows in a beautiful cultivated garden, whether it's growing wild in a field somewhere, or whether it's growing through the cracks of a pavement in a dirty, smoggy, polluted city, the rose is a rose and so are you. That's all you can do. All you can do is be who you are. And 
it's the courage to be who you are. That's what you're asked for now. That is what makes you so unique. And it isn't about, you know, when Goggins goes around, he does loads of things that most people don't even know about. You know, that he jumps out of planes to put out fires. He does all sorts of things. And he doesn't go on about them and nobody knows because he's not doing it for anyone else. He could do a lot more interviews. He could do a lot more stuff. And, you know, a lot of people do think he's a poser. I don't find him a poser at all. And I've read both of his books and watched most of his interviews that he's ever done, his podcasts. He doesn't do that many because it would deter him from his own path. He doesn't mind sharing some of his stuff, but otherwise he just gets on with his life. And that's all you're doing. You're getting on with your life. So I hope if you take nothing else away from this season, that you will take away the point that you are here to just be you, to grow into whatever it is that you are, an oak tree, a rose, um, you know, ivy across um, the front of a building, but whether and whether you grew up in a cultivated garden, whether you're growing up in, you know, inner city madness or whether you're wild out in the wild somewhere growing, that's where you can be. All you can be is who you are and it's your job to be that fully. I hope you will do that. I hope you will take that to heart. I just want to say I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really, really appreciate that. Please give a shout out and I give a shout out. I give my thanks, my love, my appreciation to everyone that donates because they're literally keeping the lights on all by themselves at the moment. Um, they make all of this possible. Thank you to everyone that interacts with me. That's on the Discord server. There's a link in the description. If you'd like to join the Discord server, you can. I've noticed with uh, um, a few of the new people that it's not like anywhere else. I'll let you know that right now. It's not like anywhere else. Um, or that I've been on the internet. I'm sure there must be other communities. We're not that unique. But when it comes to self-expression, all of us express with ownership of what we're expressing and with deep self-awareness. So you don't get arguments and stuff. You know, No one's making digs at each other or arguing with each other or doing all of that stuff. I mean, we could if we wanted to, but everyone's too aware of themselves and that Every statement is an I statement. Everywhere you look, you find yourself. So whatever you're looking for from a community, you will find that there. You know, people that are looking to argue with others or to take offense, you'll find it. We will always find that, right? Anyway, I'm gonna stop rambling. I love you guys. I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.